everyone, Diane here. I am a therapeutic weight loss specialist in the Muncie office for InStrive. And I wanted to come and talk to you today about leptin resistance. This is definitely a buzz word. This is something that I think a lot of people have heard of, but don't really know what it is. I can tell you the clients that we see here with InStrive, both virtually from you know all over the country, as well as locally in office. Uh, many of them, most of them are dealing with some leptin resistance and don't even know it or, you know, furthermore, don't understand what it is. So today I would like to take a look at getting the real ins and outs of, you know, what this is and what it's actually doing to your weight loss efforts and what it's doing to your body. How did you get it? What do you do about it? So we're going to take a, a, a little time here to look at each piece of leptin resistance. So hopefully when you get through this whole thing with me today, you're going to have a whole lot better understanding of what this is and more importantly, what, you know, we here at Instrive can help you to do about it. So, you know, a lot of times when we are meeting with clients, what we find is that people tend to believe that weight gain and loss is completely, uh, you know, relevant to calories and willpower. And really, that's not the case, as I've kind of shown you in previous episodes where we've talked about inflammation and we've talked about acidity and we've talked about your hormones. There's definitely more to it than just eat less, move more, you know, have better willpower. So part of that is leptin. And let's talk a little bit about what leptin is. Well, leptin is a hormone that's produced by your body's fat cells. So when we're talking about leptin resistance, basically your body is not going to respond to the hormone the way that it's designed to do so any longer. It actually is believed to be one of the leading causes of fat gain in humans. So, you know, if we're, if we're gaining excess fat and it's coming on rapidly and our body is suddenly changed, you know, I hear that all the time. I don't know what's going on with me. I never used to have this problem. I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted, or I, I wouldn't gain anything. Or I, I used to, you know, not really have trouble losing weight. If I gained a couple pounds, it was no big deal. I could take it right back off. But now it seems like all I can do is gain. I can't do anything to lose the weight. You're singing the song of leptin resistance, if that's your story. So let's let's talk a little more about it. So that hormone, the leptin that's produced by your fat cell, that is often referred to as your satiety hormone or your starvation hormones. If you heard either of those terms, chances are good they're talking about leptin. The primary function is to target the brain, particularly the hypothalamus gland. It's supposed to tell your brain that you have enough fat stored, that you've got plenty of fat on board, so you don't need to eat and you can burn calories at a normal rate. I mean, it has other functions as well. Those aren't the only ones, but that that is primarily the main function, um, you know, to, to signal that whole, I'm, I've got enough fat. I don't need to eat more. I'm doing good. And then the other main role is to regulate energy. So that's kind of keeping up with the number of calories that you're eating and how many of those are being expended as you're going through your day, how much fat you're going to be storing in the body. So those are the main reasons why we have leptin and what its purpose is, you know, in your, in your metabolic system. Well, you know, that leptin system evolved to keep humans from starving or overeating. And, you know, it was really good at that. And both of which of those things would make you less likely to, um, you know, survive in the natural environment if you were starving or overeating. So that regulatory system being in place helped us to thrive as a species 
The problem is that leptin today is not the same as leptin then. Today's leptin is effective at keeping us from starving. I think we can all say that. I don't think any of us um, you know, in the Western uh, world here that are eating the typical U.S. diet are in any danger of starving to death. But there's something broken in the mechanism with leptin now. So the leptin that is produced by your body's fat cells is not signaling our brains the way it should be any longer. The more body fat that you carry, the more leptin you should be producing. So if, if you know what should be happening is if you've got a lot of body, body fat, excuse me, on board, you should be producing a whole lot of leptin. It should be telling your brain, hey, you don't need to eat anything right now. I've got enough storage. I've got enough source of energy here. I can burn what I have. It's supposed to be functioning in that manner to keep us metabolically strong, to keep our body fat percentages at a good rate, metabolism at a good rate, keep us from starving. But that's really not what is going on. So when the, the leptin is carried by the bloodstream to your brain, it's going to send a signal to that hypothalamus gland that partially is to tell your body how much fat your cells are carrying. Those high levels of leptin should be telling your brain that you have plenty of fat stored, like we just talked about. So when you eat, your body fat goes up, leads your leptin levels to go up. Thus, you should be eating less and burning more. The opposite of that, when you don't eat, your body fat's going to go down. It's going to lead to a decrease in your leptin levels. And at that point, you're going to feel like you need to eat more and your body is going to burn less. It's trying to conserve because it's in that other mode, right? It's in the starvation mode. It wants you to survive. That kind of a system is known as a negative feedback loop. It's very similar to what is going to control your physiological functions like breathing, body temperature, blood pressure. It's really supposed to keep us from overeating. Now, when I said there's a flaw in the design at this point, that is this tricky little thing called leptin resistance and what it's doing to us metabolically. So people with obesity have a lot of body fat in their cells. Everybody knows that. Because the fat cells produce leptin in proportion to their size, people with obesity will have very high leptin levels. Now you're probably thinking, Diane, is not a good thing? Don't I want a lot of leptin? Isn't that what keeps my body metabolically using the right thing for energy? Yes, given the way it's supposed to work, people who are obese should be able to naturally limit their food intake. Your brain should know that you've got plenty of energy stored. It should shut that hunger you know, hormone off, ghrelin. But that signaling might have a flaw. So even though you might have you know, a copious amount of leptin in your body, your brain isn't seeing it. The signal isn't registering. It's like, uh, it's like there's a, an outlet and instead of being open and ready to plug something in, there's something blocking it. The signal is not reading. That is the condition known as leptin resistance. When your brain is not getting the signal from leptin, there's a, there's a malfunction, there's something wrong there. And it's also believed to be one of the main biological contributors to obesity at this point. So when your brain doesn't receive that leptin signal, it's going to erroneously think that your body is starving. Even though you've got more energy than you need, even though there's plenty of fat stored there, it's going to make your brain change the behavior of the body. So it's going to basically tell your brain, you're starving, you need to regain some body fat, you need to eat more, right? It's going to encourage you that you need to eat to prevent starvation. And the other thing it's going to do is reduce that energy expenditure. Remember I said it, the more that your body thinks it's in starvation mode, it's going to reduce back how much energy it's using from the food that you're taking in. So that's in an effort to conserve that energy. Your brain's going to decrease those levels. It's going to make you burn fewer calories while at rest. So 
when you're in this state of leptin resistance, weight gain is a possible consequence of this hormonal defect. So it's not necessarily just about that you eat more and you're not exercising enough. And I know that's what a lot of people think, you know, if you're overweight, that you have a, a poor lifestyle, a poor diet, you're sedentary, you're not doing anything, you're eating like crap all the time. That is not everybody by any means. That is the, not the majority of people by any means. Sometimes there can be these underlying causes that we really need to look at if you want long-term fat loss success. So for most people who struggle with this, if you're struggling with leptin resistance, you can't will yourself over it. So that leptin-driven starvation signal that the brain is throwing out there, it's next to impossible for you to use your common diet method of eating less, moving more, starving yourself to get past that. It's not going to work. That's one of the reasons that many diets fail. You're not addressing the leptin resistance to promote that long-term fat loss. That's what we need to do. So if you're losing weight and you're leptin resistant, you're still reducing fat mass. That's still going to end up reducing your leptin levels. Because remember, as you lose fat, you're producing less leptin. As you gain fat, you're producing more. That's how the body regulates it. But your brain doesn't necessarily reverse leptin resistance just because you're losing weight. So tell me how many of you have fallen into this pattern. We talked about this in the calories episode. We talked about a yo-yo diet, right? This is part of why that happens. So when you are on a diet and you're decreasing, you lost, maybe you're down five pounds, you're going to start you know, going down in, in how much leptin you're creating. That leads to an increased appetite. It's going to lead to, you know, reduced motivation to exercise. You feel less energetic. You don't feel like doing anything. It's going to decrease the number of calories that you're burning at rest. Your brain thinks it's starving and initiates a very powerful <laughs> signal. There's a lot of mechanisms in your body that will, will kind of push that fat gaining process. So it's going to do these things to help your body regain that lost body fat. So if you feel like your body's working against you, every time you go down, you get stuck. You can't lose anymore. And then you eat what you want because you're starving and you can't take it anymore. And you're tired of eating these you know, foods that aren't doing anything. And then you gain your weight back. Every time that is happening, you're resupplying your body with those mixed signals, right? You're giving it what it needs to stay in this resistant pattern where this yo-yo diet, this gain loss, gain loss that everybody falls into it's making it very easy to stay there. We don't want that, okay? What we wanna do is change something to help overcome this leptin resistance because right now it's boulder right in your path. Your weight loss path has a block. We've got to get it out of there if you want that long-term success. So how did it happen? Well, there's a couple things, basically three things that really are high contributors to, I would say four things that are high contributors to uh, leptin resistance. First one, is you're eating too much of the wrong stuff, okay? So if you're eating too much of the wrong stuff, your body is not going to be, be responding effectively. So, you know, you're eating a lot of junk food, processed food, foods that are not good for you. Your body is not going to respond appropriately to that. You need a, a good amount of high quality sleep if you're trying to, you know, burn fat and lose weight and get where you want to be. Sleep is definitely essential. You need to be able to get enough rest. 
uh, too much stress. If you are stressed out, if you have real high cortisol levels and you know, your adrenaline is up from stress and you just, oh, it's just such a huge amount of stress in your life. It's got you on edge all the time. That's not good. That's definitely not good. Okay. Uh, if you are overeating, so, you know, I know we talked about too much of the wrong foods, but let's talk about if you're overeating, if you are overeating these foods, if your portions are too large, even healthy foods, if the portions are too large, that can cause it. Because remember, you're shutting off that signal to the brain that you're full. You're, you're not telling your body that it's time to stop. Now, here's a, here's a big one. High insulin levels. Anyone who is listening to this, who has done a consultation with myself and probably with any of my other uh, coworkers here, you know that we talk about eating foods that balance out your blood sugar. Why? Because too much sugar in our diet is causing these major metabolic shifts that are making it very difficult for our bodies to function the way they were designed to. When insulin is in abundance for too long, it's going to cause an issue with leptin and the way your brain is receiving that correct signal. It's gonna be a big deal in there. It's gonna stop the process from working seamlessly the way that it's supposed to. So these are the things that are causing it. Now we gotta talk about how to identify it and what to do about it. Well, I'm gonna be straight with you. The best way to know if you're leptin resistant is to look in the mirror. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% serious here. If you are looking in the mirror and you see that you are storing a lot of excess body fat, especially body fat that is collecting around your belly area, it's pretty much definite that you're leptin resistant. I will tell you 99.9% .9 of the clients that come to Instrive that we have met with over the years, and for me, over the years means eight years and thousands upon thousands of people. Leptin resistance is probably the biggest issue that people are facing. It is something that our diets and the way we're eating, because think about it, even just that too much sugar and eating too much of the wrong foods thing we talked about. We shop at a grocery store, guys. Grocery stores don't care about your metabolism. They care about selling a product. Anything that you buy that comes in any sort of package is loaded with sugar nine times out of 10. Did you know that there is even sugar in products that claim there's no sugar in them? And there's ways they can get around that in the labeling. I'm thinking of an example with a certain type of juice that labels their product as no sugar added. They are by law allowed to do that because they didn't add the sugar. The people who sold them the concentrate did. So they can mislead consumers by saying no added sugar, even though it's there. This is what's bringing us to this bad place metabolically. We are overeating foods that do not promote a healthy metabolic system. So when you need to know if you're leptin resistant, if you are seeing a large amount of fat being stored in your belly area, if you've got high sugar cravings, if you feel like, you know how many times I hear someone say to me, I don't know, I always feel like after dinner, I just need something sweet. I don't know what it is. I always feel like I need something sweet. And there's always that word in there, need to have something sweet. Um, people who are overeating portions, you don't know where the line is. You don't ever feel full. Or even if you do feel full, you can eat past that point. You can just sit there and continue to consume because your body is not telling you stop that. That signal isn't hitting the way it's supposed to. So let's say, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing I should tell you. If you're leptin resistant, here's a really good way to know as well. You've tried a number of diets and none of them are effective. If you're sticking to a diet 
and you have a healthy metabolic system, if you're sticking to the right kind of diet, I mean, not every diet is created equal, but if you're sticking to a reasonable diet and you are simply seeing no results or you lose a few pounds, you get stuck, like we talked about that yo-yo cycle, that is a high indicator of leptin resistance because truthfully, until we get the leptin resistance dealt with, fat loss is very, very hard next to impossible. You've got to change metabolically what your body's doing in order to see the result from eating that healthy diet. So let's talk about how we turn this thing around. So the first thing that, uh, you know, InStrive is going to teach you to help turn around leptin resistance is eating an anti-inflammatory diet. Why? Inflammation is literally at the heart of most metabolic problems. Now, I know we didn't talk much about inflammation when I talked about sleep deprivation and the wrong foods and those things, but I didn't mention it because all of those things cause inflammation. When you're eating a lot of the wrong foods, you become chronically inflamed. When you're not sleeping enough, you become chronically inflamed. When you've got a ton of stress, you become chronically inflamed. When you eat a lot of sugar, you become chronically inflamed. So that inflammation is causing a whole host of other issues. The best way to reverse leptin resistance is to reverse chronic inflammation. The best way to reverse chronic inflammation is through a diet that targets that anti-inflammatory style of eating. We need to get the chronic inflammation down. So that's very important. Focusing on an overall healthy lifestyle. Now, an overall healthy lifestyle, basically that is going to include things like, uh, well, you know, these are things just so you know, these are things that you can actually do right now. These are things that you can implement, you know, before you ever have your InStrive consultation or speak with one of us, these are things you can start to do right now that are going to dramatically help leptin resistance and chronic inflammation. So first one is avoid processed food. Guys, highly processed foods are going to compromise the integrity of your gut period, end of story. If you are eating a diet rich in processed food, you're gonna have a lot of metabolic issues. I think most of us know that. It doesn't change that we're driven sometimes to eat some things that we know aren't great for us. And of course you're gonna have times where you slip up and you eat something you shouldn't. But what I'm talking about here is the majority of your diet. The majority of your diet should be made up of good, healthy, solid nutritional choices. Living on processed food isn't good for anyone, and it's definitely not going to help you avoid these problems we're talking about. Eating soluble fiber. Fiber is kind of an unsung hero in um, nutrition. And, you know, I know people talk about fiber, and a lot of times fiber, immediately you think about, you know, uh, your bowels and, and good bowel health and keeping things moving in your digestive system. But truthfully, Fiber in general, eating enough fiber will not only help with those things which are a part of this, but it improves that overall gut health. And truthfully, when you've got enough soluble fiber, your body's signal to eat and not eat, that starvation and satiety signal can be better interpreted by the body. So eating more fiber is going to help with getting that signal to transmit the way it's supposed to. It helps to protect against obesity. You know, if you're eating a healthy diet that includes a lot of soluble fiber. Uh, exercise. Now, listen, before I get too down this rabbit hole, I wanna tell you guys, we are a no exercise required program here at InStrive. Does that mean I don't think you should exercise? Of course not. We know exercise is healthy. We know that exercise is part of, you know, a, a healthy body and a healthy lifestyle. 
what I also will tell you though, is exercise isn't a reality for everyone right out of the gate. You know, not everybody has the ability to comfortably do some sort of physical activity program or set up an exercise regimen. And also the real truth of this is while exercise is excellent for your body, it is not the most efficient weight loss tool. Why? Because you need to burn 3,500 calories off to equal one pound of fat. Most people that go to the gym, even on a daily basis, are not burning that many calories. Uh, you know, certainly the average burn, I think, is somewhere between three and 500 calories within an hour of physical activity at the gym, depending on what you're doing. So if you're trying to burn off fat simply by using exercise, it's not going to work. Exercise always is in conjunction with a healthy diet, especially when you're using it as a weight loss tool. But the thing is 90% of weight loss is what you put in your mouth. So even if you're not in a place where physical activity is a reality for you right now, diet is going to take care of this thing. It's going to get you dropping a very good amount of weight. You know, our clients here at Instrive, once we address these things that we've talked about, once we've, we're addressing that chronic inflammation, the acidity, the hormone balance, leptin resistance, they can expect to drop somewhere between for a female eight to 15 pounds in a month, for a male 15 to 25 pounds in a month. That is because we're looking at this from the big picture. We're not just taking one little piece and saying, eat less, move more. We're saying, okay, these are the foods that are gonna support healthy metabolic function in your body. This is how much of them you should be eating. These are the right choices. These are not so good choices. These steps will not only help you nutritionally to get weight loss in your corner again, but they're going to help reset the metabolic system. They're going to strengthen your metabolic system. They're going to build your metabolism into a much healthier place. That's the goal here. The goal is not just to lose weight. The goal is to burn fat, improve metabolic function, and get to that place where you have long-term sustainability. This isn't a fad diet, guys. This is a long-term solution. And Strive is meant to be a lifestyle change, not a diet. So sleep. You need to sleep. If you're not sleeping and you have you know, insomnia or sleep issues, I'm really sorry that that's happening because you know poor sleep is definitely implicated as one of the main causes of having a, a leptin issue and i know a lot of times if you're in that rut there's not too much you can do that you haven't tried already but we we need to work on sleeping enough if it's just that you're busy and you get to bed really late and you have to get you know up really early please try to get to bed a little earlier it's very important to get that restful restorative sleep if you are having any issues with things like insomnia um, you know, there's some natural solutions that can help. I, I, I would say things like melatonin, magnesium cream. Um, if you don't know about these things, that's something you can certainly ask us about at your consultation or talk to your, one of your doctors, you know, talk to your primary care doctor, ask what they think about these natural solutions and things to help you sleep better. But sleep is very important. And we want to, to see if we can't get you into a better sleep pattern, because that's going to do nothing but benefit um, not only your leptin levels, but your overall health. Eating protein. Eating plenty of protein as part of an anti-inflammatory diet, a healthy anti-inflammatory diet, it, it's been proven to show results in that leptin sensitivity and the brain getting the signal better. So protein is a big part of your diet. 
and it needs to remain a big part of your diet. Remember, we're talking about changing the backbone foods, and that's what InStrive is going to do with you. We're going to set you up for success here on a diet that includes the foods that are actually going to make metabolic change. A big one of those is protein. So one more thing to address here before we end this episode, uh, and that is leptin supplements. So I, I, you know, I never even really knew this was a thing for a while, but clients have been bringing it up to me for a while. We'll, we'll do a consult and we'll say, well, what about, you know, taking a leptin supplement? And I kind of look at them sideways because leptin is something you already have in your body. And when you are overweight, you're already, you know, producing in abundance. It's just not the signal that it's transmitting is not going to the brain properly. So taking more leptin, you know, I, I basically, if you're, if you're already getting enough, taking a supplement that's going to increase your blood leptin levels isn't going to lead to weight loss. So if you were producing too little, I mean, maybe that would be the case. But even then, guys, research shows that leptin supplements, I mean, I've looked into this when my clients have asked me about it, they actually don't work very well because they can't get past the blood-brain barrier. Your body has very specific things in place to protect itself. So it can't, it's not a natural leptin. It can't cross that blood brain barrier. And all that's going to happen is it's just going to be metabolized by your body. So there, there really is no significant research that indicates that taking a leptin supplement is going to do much, you know, for you as far as weight loss goes. Uh, instead, what I recommend is making some changes, you know, to your diet, to your nutrition, getting into some of these steps that we've talked about, you know, with sleeping more and eating things that aren't going to cause that inflammation and cutting back on the sugar. But you don't have to guess at this. Instrive is here to set you up on a customized program where we are going to not only help you see if we feel that leptin resistance is an issue for you, but we're going to make sure that you are on a plan that will help to correct that. I can't tell you the number of people that have told me they've tried everything, had no success, come here, try InStrive and see amazing results. It isn't magic. We're just addressing the roadblocks that a lot of diets don't ever take a look at. And leptin resistance is a huge one. It's a big roadblock, guys. So I'm going to encourage you to keep listening. There is more to come. A few more episodes here before I'm going to tell you, hey, if you haven't had a consultation, it's time. You need to call us because this is going to be life-changing. I want all of you to live healthier, happier lives. I want you to hit your goal weight. I want you to feel great. I want you to reduce, you know, chronic illness and inflammation and, and all the things you have going on. And the best step you can take to do that, if you are obese, is to start reducing back that body fat, lowering that body fat percentage, um, getting rid of some of these issues like chronic inflammation and insulin resistance and leptin resistance and, you know, eating a very healthy diet, balanced diet is the first step in doing that. So guys, I, I'm so glad you joined me today. I will encourage you to come back next time. And uh, next time we are going to be talking about building the metabolic system. We touched on that a little bit in the calories episodes, but I want to get a little deeper with you. So going to help to address how we are going to build that metabolic system to a place where maintenance can be a reality. And then uh, we'll get into some things about maintenance after that. But thank you again for joining me here on the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. Please, if you haven't done so, give us a call, set up that consultation, check out our website, InStrive Fat Loss. We would love to help each and every one of you reach your goal and learn how to keep it off for life. Thanks, guys.